Here we go. You're tuning in to Will Love Listen. Now listen. Hello, this is Will. Hi, Will. Thank you so much for this, um, you know, for being so flexible and also for scheduling me. I'm so grateful to you. Oh, of course. I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. When I interviewed Rick last year. Uh, yeah, he told me about, yes, he really enjoyed talking to you. It would, Thank you. I'm glad to hear that because we had such like an in-depth conversation. I felt it was very educational to the listeners. And I wrote about 100% Pure a couple times in the magazine. Thank you so much. It's so nice of you. I, I'm really, really grateful to you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Because, I mean, I love the brand. I mean, I've tested. I started writing a lot about skincare, I would say, three years ago. Um, uh-huh. it, it mainly started right before and uh, during the pandemic and just went onward after that. So I've been doing like these annual skincare features where I discuss like the top skincare brands of the year. Now, I've like included 100% Pure on the one in 2020 but last year 2021 and 2022 this year i had named it number one um (gasps) no way yeah so i named it in um for our our 2022 feature on the best skincare brands i named it number one because i i tried a lot of um different products last year following my interview with rick and i was just so impressed and i learned so much about the brand and i noticed a difference so Thank you so much. I'm I'm extremely grateful. Um, you know what? Like, Cody is actually in the lab, and so I'll I'm gonna ping him. Hold on one second. I'll tell him that to come over. Um, let's see. One second. Okay. Because um, I would love for you to get his thoughts too as a chemist. Um, can you tell? I'm telling our chemical engineer. Can you tell Cody to please come? Uh, and I, uh, I took a cough suppressant and, um, let me know if I sound okay too, because, uh, it's still kind of lingering. Honestly, you and I are in the same boat oh, <laughs> and God, lis- so listeners, tough. listeners will probably notice it more with me. I feel like, cause my nose is so nasally right now. I have oh, like my God. a really so bad, bad respiratory virus. I'm on antibiotics and steroids right now. So... Oh. <laughs> It's the worst. Hold on. Yeah, it's absolutely the worst. Hold on. I'm going to go grab him. Okay. Um, yeah, but um, <clears throat> I'm, I, like I said, I took a cough suppressant. Are you coughing as well? or? Yeah, I am. For, I am from time to time. So I may, oh, I may have geez. to cough too. Listen, this, this entire season of the podcast, I feel like I've, yeah. it's almost like a reality show because I feel like I've been a hot mess with it because what, <laughs> I got rhinoplasty when we first started recording this season. So... Oh, wow. So when I interviewed Melissa Etheridge and Sonia Morgan, and um, I'm trying to think who else, but definitely Melissa Etheridge and Sonia Morgan, those interviews, I sounded like my voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, you could tell I had just had rhinoplasty. And I mean, we Uh we spoke about it and joked about it, but... Oh wow! So I had I was I had rhinoplasty during the Sonia Morgan and Melissa Etheridge interviews, and now during this one I have a respiratory virus. So it just goes along with the theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody just got in too. Oh, he'll or he'll walk in in just a minute. Um, hold on one second. Okay. 
let me just tell him. Oh. Would it be okay if I can grab Cody? Because we're recording a podcast right now. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so sorry. Uh, when he was walking in, people grabbed him and asked him to help him. Can you come? Let's yeah, talk to yeah. Will. Okay, so Cody just walked in. You know, um, this is Will. This is Will. And, you know, he said that, you know, in the past, he, like in 2020, he's written about 100% pure. And, but in 2021 and 2022, he listed 100% pure as number one. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Wow. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you. That is so, so, so awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Because I've, I've tried so many brands. I've, I've, like, reviewed a lot of different brands. Just even over the past two years alone, like, everything from outside of 100% Pure, everything from, like, Drunk Elephant to Indie Lee to Kane and Austin to uh, Bosha and, and, like, a dozen plus other brands. Um Yeah. But I and I named it number one this year, 2022, when it came out oh top of the year. God, be, thank you. Because I was just so impressed with the products I had tried, um, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to try your latest products. Um, thank you. You know, and just so you know, like I love other beauty brands. I just love just shopping for beauty, looking at beauty, trying other beauty. I'm constantly like trying the newest thing. I, I almost have tried almost every brand that exists uh. um even when i found out that like vapor was closing and when uh L- lila b was closing i reached out to the founders and i'm like can we do something can we rally behind you and save your company save your beautiful brand because i don't want to see the clean beauty uh movement to get smaller i want to see it getting bigger and bigger um so i i I am, you know, very much like love the industry. I love beauty. I, um, yeah. So anyways, I'm always in support of other brand companies and yeah. And other, exactly other founders, um, you know, like who another, another man, um, who is in beauty like yourself and, uh, you know, I know you're in journalism. Um, maybe you don't write explicitly about beauty, but the beauty director of Oprah magazine, his name is uh, Brian Underwood. I don't know if you know him or not, but he, um, so he has been the, he was the beauty director of Oprah magazine for a very, very, very long time. And he, um, he told, he and I did an Instagram live together. And you know what he told me? What? He told me that, Hey, you know, do you remember this one time? Do you remember I was trying to do like this beauty story about like natural beauty for Oprah magazine? And remember how like you sent products and, you know, we sent it to a third party lab. Well, you know what happened? Your brand and uh, yours 100% pure and Tata Harper are the only ones that are the only ones. And we've tested like hundreds of brands, thousands of different formulas you and Tata Harper were the only ones that had what you said you had and didn't have anything else that wasn't listed. Wow. And I was in shock. He said this like on, uh, in an Instagram live. When was this? Do you know approximately? Um, okay. So let's see. 
This is 2000. I'm really bad with dates, but this was 2022. Okay, so it was recent. uh, Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's in our, uh, hold on. Um, I can get the exact, I'm going to, okay, so this is 2022 now. 2019 was COVID, right? Yeah. So let's see. He probably did this like right before COVID because I remember we were doing an Instagram live and everything was like normal. So I think it was like right before COVID. Yeah. that's so interesting and i mean that really spe- we did this on live and like i think we even have it saved i couldn't believe he said that i was like what did you say i couldn't believe what i was hearing i said what you tested formulas are you saying that there's formulas out there that basically like are lying and he said yes i'm telling you that you're the only one that says what you say you have and don't have anything else that's not listed and these are not just like fake like natural like you know like garnier naturals i'm talking about the ones that are even like betting their lives on being natural those are the brands that we've even tested that aren't really yes i i was blown away i'm assuming you're talking so he's probably tested a lot of these quote unquote clean yeah. at, clean at sephora brands which really yes aren't all clean well, he, um, so what they did was they had, they were doing, they were going to run this big natural beauty story and he sent them to a third party lab and had the formulas analyzed against the ingredient list. And only us and Tata Harper were the only ones that actually had what we said we had and never had anything else that like wasn't listed. That's amazing. And that really speaks of like your integrity. And that's a topic that I want to get into because I have, I suffer from so many fuck skin issues. I mean, I have asthma. I, and because I have asthma, I have like all the sensitivities that go along with it. Like I'm sensitive to fragrance. Um, certain ingredients can make me kick off like having a little eczema or, or a uh, seborrheic dermatitis. And it's so hard to find like a, a brand that does not like, kick up my skin issues or bother my breathing. Um, so, and I feel like your brand is like one of the few that I've been satisfied with. And it's the only brand that has a quote unquote fragrance that really doesn't irritate me. And Rick had sort of got into this with me last year when we had spoken about this, the way that you're able to have products that have a scent. Um, it's not because it, it, their patented fragrance it's because it's it, could you explain how you are you able to yes. do that because i know it's yes, derived yes, from yes. food but i know yes, I, I can't yes, really explain absolutely. it properly but i yes, f- yes absolutely so uh okay so first um you know we we never use synthetic fragrances whatsoever uh absolutely no synthetic fragrances absolutely not um the only way we've uh the only natural, you know, quote unquote fragrances that, are, that exist are essential oils. Um, problem with essential oils, they're very limited to, for example, like certain herbs like lavender or mint, right? Um, or oregano or thyme. Um, certain types of like maybe floral ingredients like lavender, rose, jasmine, osmanthus, etc. Um, or citrus like pink grapefruit essential oil, lemon essential oil, etc. But if you wanted something like watermelon, you wouldn't be able to get watermelon essential oil because it doesn't exist. So for us, 
uh, what makes our watermelon products smell so like exactly like watermelon is because it's actually using real watermelon, like watermelon, pure watermelon extract, watermelon hydrosol. Now, we in the past, we also used to work with a flavoring company who flavor, you know, like when you go into your grocery store and you read the food label and it says like natural flavors. Yes. That's more focused on like the flavor of it. And we worked with them to um, directly derive the fragrances from food like vanilla extract but instead of vanilla extract instead of the focusing on the taste it's more about the smell extracting out the aroma i hope that makes sense it does and that's what rick had explained to me and i know i couldn't verbalize it correctly but i when he explained that to me last year it made so much sense and it's like such an innovative way of doing it and moreover it's like such a, a like a caring way to do it because like you're really looking at for the consumer you're not cutting corners and just you know doing it the cheap way but you're, you're you really take the consumer into heart and i think that's why you're the only line that it, something could smell like have like I'm, I'm holding the watermelon cucumber uh mist in my hand for example yeah. I, i've been using and you know what that every day every time and it doesn't you get that Every time you get that, whether it's like from now or let's say even six months from now, it might even smell a little different because natural ingredients, you can't really predict how batch to batch, like, yeah, like, for example, like, color or the actual, like, aroma it's not like you can't it can't be like identical each time so for example well like when you let's say get it again next year well next year batch um crop of watermelon might smell different it might have more of a um it might have more of a cucumber undertone or more of a do you know what i mean like um you notice that like if you go into a grocery store and you buy like a certain fruit and then the exact same fruit you go and buy from a different grocery store across town it might be different color different smell different juiciness do you know like yeah because because yeah because it's coming directly from the fruit and from that batch and no one fruit's the same so each product is unique essentially yeah so Whereas like a synthetic fragrance, um, you can make it like identical every time. The extracts, uh, they're not identical every time. But even though it's like the same percentage is used, but for professional nose, someone who works in like as a perfumer, they're like, hey, there's this one has more of a cucumber undertone or this one has more of a, you know, whatever undertone. But you know, like, um, or more of a honeydew mellet, uh, undertone, but it's because the actual fruits, uh, yeah, just, you can buy a, uh, orange, for example, like sometimes it's like bright, even though it's like the same type of breed of orange, which is like, um, let's say navel orange, you can, you can buy it and it can be like a light yellow orange. And then, um, uh, maybe a few months later, uh, they'll sell the same navel orange, but it'll be like a deep red orange color. Yes. You just can't predict nature. You cannot predict nature. It, they have a general um, you know personality profile, but it's never identical. Which I like I like that though because that's how you know you're getting like the real deal. 
So when you get it again, will like whatever you got this time, yeah, six months later, it might be completely like, like not completely because watermelon, <laughs> watermelon still smells like watermelon. But sometimes you smell you you cut up one watermelon, it smells really really fragrant. Then another one smells less fragrant. Anyways, it's just that's that's the some of the challenges of like working with natural ingredients. You don't get like absolute consistency all the time. We have tests. Yeah, no, I I get that a hundred percent. But I don't think I don't see that as a, a there being anything wrong with it. You know? Oh yeah, no, it, there isn't. It's because in general, like lavender oil smells like lavender oil. It's just that some might have a little bit more of a peppery note under the, and then some might have actually a little bit more of a creamy note. Like some have, you know what I mean? Like, um, have you ever smelled some lavender essential oil that has more spiciness to it? Another one's like a little bit more mellow, a little bit more, you know, they just have, or some lavender has herbaceous, even though they're exactly like the same type of, uh, I guess for me, because I'm taking, um, each botanical so in, in looking at it in such a detailed way that I actually notice these things for a most common uh, you know person who doesn't work with these natural ingredients they might actually not even t- be able to tell okay yeah, prob- yeah, yeah, yeah probably not because but yeah, I-, I don't think so you can't most people can't even tell I think I'm just looking to um yeah, I, I might be overly, yeah, analytical about each, each batch of ingredient. Now, what have you? Is this how you sourced um, your ingredients with fragrance from the start? Oh, so fragrance. Um, so we, the way we source is there are certain absolutes. Like for example. Um, you know, you can extract ingredients um, many different ways. We will never use hexene. Hexene is this chemical, or did you know they can also use acetone to extract? So you, if when you with with a certain, okay, yeah, you can use different solvents to extract like the fragrance or the color or even the vitamin C. Like you know. Any kind of plant has many different chemical compounds, right? Yeah. And so you can use some kind of solvent, like like some people use toluene, some people use acetone, some people use uh, hexene. So for us, an absolute is never ever chemical solvents to extract ingredients. Uh, for us, it's either through uh, CO2 extraction, steam distillation, um, Let's see. What are the other ways? There's uh, we do steam distillation, a CO two extraction. Uh, sometimes water extraction. Well, after water, sometimes we put in glycerin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so like other sometimes like like witch hazel, you know, uh, gets it's astringent. You yeah. might uh, extract with uh, ethanol. Uh, that would be the only, um, probably the only like what you consider solvent that we would use that would be the harshest but but ethanol is a grain alcohol and it's totally different from rubbing rubbing alcohol yeah it's not isopropanol yeah but i mean 
keep in but, keep in mind that witch hazel i mean astringents this, this is strictly for astringents and and also keep in mind that the percentage of that gets diluted uh within the formulation so when i actually personally make extract from witch hazel i actually use a water uh like brewing it like a strong concentrate tea and then you can put it in a put it have some ethanol in there or put in a base of glycerin it's such it's such an interesting process it really is you should you should come and visit us and see our lab and like it's almost like uh you know it's it's true we do work like a normal chemical lab like you know like a normal lab but it's almost like a kitchen like oh you just God. see it's more of like a kitchen yeah like <laughs> lots of uh no, it's not a joke. It's, it's like so like it's like plants sense. it's like um we're doing yeah so yeah a lot of extractions and are just it's really like almost like a kitchen like we're uh when you see our ingredient list and when you see the yeah. different botanicals yeah. it's like almost like you're shopping for at a bulk health food store <laughs> <That's right. laughs> right. it's cute yeah when, when if i'm out there because you're in california i'd love to visit it where in california is uh, your lab and your headquarters we are in san jose california this is where we not only do our r&d but it's also where we actually manufacture we everything's made here or most things are made here in california okay nice Speaking of um, manufacturing products and ingredients, uh, a post I saw you did today um, sort of illustrated how some a topic I want to get into plastics. Um, yes. They're so harmful and they're in so many ingredients. And like you did a post comparing, for example, your new Apple Enzyme exfoliating, cle- exfoliating cleanser, which I'm actually currently using that cleanser at the moment. Um, showing its ingredients and how you're always toxic free, but then showing an unnamed clean at Sephora cleanser, which has, I was astounded because I know what brand that is, um, has so many plastics in it. And yes, it, we know that microplastics were banned, but then there's still there. Do you remember like when microplastics were banned because they were washing down the tub or the uh, water when you shower and then it was getting into the ocean and fish were eating all, a bunch of like microplastics um, so microplastics uh, microbeads were banned but I'm but there's still so much like plastic in everything in yeah everything. it's a big problem because we're yeah, so oh, you, we're overexposed yeah. to it in like all facets of our life and environment it's just just way too much plastic um and it's so unhealthy did you know, yeah i mean did you know that actually the sad thing is um plastic is showing up in our blood yes yes i read a i've been reading a lot of articles about that uh plastic is showing up nanoparticles and and this is not good at all it's very dangerous and we're just being overexposed to it and i feel well i don't feel like it is it's a fact it, it's contributing to so many rising health issues that we're seeing today, which were not prevalent like 20, 30 plus years ago. I know. And uh, it's so much plastic everywhere, even things that you wouldn't even expect. Like, for example, 
you know that uh, Teflon coating? Yeah. Uh, it's short, like, uh, I'm going to, it's like a abbreviated PTFE. That is the same material as um, 3M, I think, was the one who invented it, but it's for Teflon, and it's in the same material as, like, umbrella or raincoats is to repel water. Yes, fluorinated compounds. So fluorinated compounds have really low surface energy. So, um, you know, they're basically really low friction. You know, they have a lot of good properties, but the downside is that why they call them forever chemicals because bonds don't like to break down, you know, and a lot of things don't like to react with it or it's, you know, they're not, they're very inert. When I was in, when I was in grad school, I used Teflon when I was doing experiments because it wouldn't react with certain aggressive acids you know, it just doesn't break down. <laughs> you know, you, I can put sulf- concentrated sulfuric acid on it and nothing happens. You know, I can use dichloromethane on it. Nothing happens. It's crazy. It's how crazy. Resistant it's it is, extremely but, resistant. So this material, this, yeah, yeah. this material, the PTFE, did you know that the same material that's in your rain jacket to repel water from penetrating through your clothes and like the same material that keeps the your food from sticking to the pan um, this material is actually found in mascara for waterproof mascara. Uh. This same material is found in, uh, you know, super Remember, like the super matte lipsticks yes. that were so trending uh, a few years ago. They're in lipsticks to keep your lipsticks waterproof, uh, bite proof, kissable proof, you know, just so they're even in cosmetics to keep your makeup sweat proof, like sometimes in foundations and primers or things to make your skin like uh, resistant to water. That is, that is that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's just so much. And then people use it on a daily basis and then this builds up in their body and it contributes yes. to so many issues. Yeah, and a lot of people think like, well, how, so what, it's something I put on my skin and like, I'm not eating it. But actually, what you do put on your skin actually gets, it gets absorbed and can actually get detected through your bloodstream and in your urine. Um, I have this really fun test that I do or I've done many times and I've asked other people to do is you can cut a garlic in half. And you know that juicy side of the the, the um, damp side of the garlic? If you tape it on your wrist, just wait like maybe 45 minutes. You'll start to actually taste garlic, even though you haven't had any. Things are permeable. Ingredients are permeable and it gets absorbed and it's actually uh, detected. It's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I'm so glad we're talking about this because people need to know sort of that you're one of the few brands that upholds yeah. what you say. And I know exactly the brand that's used in this one example. It's Tatcha. And interestingly enough, I had, um, I was gifted some of their skincare products. Um, and so I was using it uh, recently and it literally kicked off my seborrhea on my chin. Uh, I was using, oh my God. Yeah, I was using their cleanser and their moisturizer and I had to stop using it. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, it looked like a nice gift and like I, I wanted to use it, but all of a sudden the story is beautiful. The packaging is beautiful. Presentation, everything is beautiful. And by the way, if you are to use a toxic product, by the way, it is actually better to use it on a uh, wash off. Um, I, I think that if anything that's leave on, you just want to be more careful. So 
if you were to use a toxic product anyways, it's it's good that at least it was a um, wash off. Well, the cleanser was not the moisturizer. Like I put the moisturizer on and I have that on all day. And like after a few days, I started noticing my sebum reacting and I was just contributing it to the weather because I live on the East Coast, the Northeast Coast, and you know, it's, it's gone really cold. But now that I'm reading about this, it's like, oh, they have microplastics. Oh, fragrance, perfume, another thing I'm allergic yes, and to. and a really, really harsh, 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 a harsh, harsh preservative. Um, and you know what's interesting is I was having this conversation with uh, Brian Underwood, and he said, you know, I'm not one of those people who are like, only natural you know yeah. i i'm okay with like chemicals and stuff as long as they're not like toxic you know and and cody dr cody who is our phd chemist who heads our r&d um he actually is the same way he's not like hey but not all chemicals are bad not all are dangerous it's just that there are some that are dangerous and that's what those are the ones we're concerned with but not all are you know there are some I think some, things, some are very benign but some things get a bad rep i think and i think some of it's misinformation and i think yeah. some of it is uh misunderstanding of like for example if there's research that uh comes out and uh you know someone reviews it and let's say cherry picks the data and says you see this, for example, is the reason why we can't use this because of yeah. for whatever reason. Okay, I'll give you an example. Like there's a bad rap for titanium dioxide. And it's because the test that was shown to cause lung cancer is because if you inhale powder. Yeah. But if you inhale any powder, if you inhale powder, even if it's uh, powdered sugar, that also causes... Um, no, any no, I mean any kind of uh, powder that gets inhaled through your lungs, it crystallizes into your lungs. Yeah, but a lot of powders can crystallize in your lungs when you inhale it. So it's so. Do you know what I mean? Like titanium yeah. alone is not what's so dangerous. It's more that it's the uh, if you inhale any powder, it's it's dangerous. But um, what I'm trying to say is, we are completely. You know, we are. Like, our, we're not like, oh, every chemical is bad. That's not like, no, our of course not. Yeah, I are, get that. You know, it's, yeah, it's just like but, not not every chemical is bad, but the problem is a uh, majority of the chemicals you yeah majority of the chemicals used in skincare unfortunately are bad. Not that all chemicals exactly, are bad. Exactly. Yeah, a lot a lot of chemicals. There are a lot, yes, of bad chemicals, and those are the ones we want to be wary. Of. I'm not. We're not like everything is bad you have to stop everything you're using it's not that's not what you know i'm not trying to like scare people or anything like that but you know there are there are a lot unfortunately that have been proven to be very very bad and causing harm to us yes cody oh um, so one one thing that always bugged me uh and we don't do this at 100 pure but it you know it doesn't matter it's just something that you know is out on the internet and everyone has an opinion on it uh, sodium benzoate and vitamin C. Yeah. There's a paper from 2008 that says that if you place them together, they react and it forms uh, benzene, right? Yeah. Right? So that's the thing, right? People will say that. Um, now, to be fair, the, the issue that I've seen when I've, I've done my research of like what people are saying about they're like, well, if it's exposed to light or at high temperatures, it forms benzene. But what they 
disregard from the paper from 2008 is that there, it was only when there was copper present or what's called a catalyst, which is something that accelerates a reaction. In this case, sodium benzoate and, uh, um, you know, the uh, vitamin C. Yeah, so, so a lot but of again, circumstantial. It's circumstantial. But yeah. again, knowing that it's something that, you know, we don't use that, we don't use, you know, sodium benzoate with vitamin C, you know, in any case, because just in, you know, who yeah. knows? We, we use things that we don't have to have copper in our, our formulations anyway so because we don't have a count we don't you know yeah, right. yeah so so but what we're saying is like we're not trying to like scare people or say everything is bad yeah but but um we still are on this we still are on the extreme side of still if you look at our ingredient list we still are on the extreme side of like pure natural organic i guess what i'm saying is for our formulas we are that way but i'm not trying to say oh if a company is like not all natural like us they're they're worse than us i'm just saying that you know there are definitely some ingredients and formulations that are you know troubling like for example you mentioned a brand earlier yeah and one of the brands their top product was a daytime vitamin c serum to me that is do you know which brand i'm talking about um is it drunk elephant yeah yeah i don't want to like you know say anything it's it's fine i don't care yeah about any you know anybody but one thing that i've always been concerned about is why would you make a vitamin c day serum because we know for a fact that topically topical application of vitamin c reacts with the sun during the daytime if you wear vitamin c it causes phototoxicity so things like that is just uh you know formulation mishaps the way that they marketing mishaps or you know things like that i i get bothered by because uh our consumers they're trusting brands to be ethical to be knowledgeable to be the experts and when brands are negligent in that way uh it really bothers me because they're they're the ones who are the end consumers are the ones who are harmed they're the ones who are wearing the vitamin c during the day and all of a sudden getting uh photosensitivity phototoxicity from the reaction so anyhow i just feel that um no no it's it's true and i'm I'm very responsible no it's true i'd like to every i just wish everyone was we were because we go through extents like um Okay, Anissa, our chemical engineers here, how many variations of the conditioner, the um, the shampoos, like how, even a base, like how many reiterations have you done, literally, of the same formula testing? Like how many would you estimate? The same formula, like how many would you, like... Yeah, I mean, they like even I'm talking about like even with the same one formula, the kind of testing we do, research we do, it's like just one basic, basic formula. It's like a lot. Which which is which I love because like it's it's it you're upholding your name a hundred percent pure. Safety first and safety first. You know, safety first. Um. I don't want to put products there that are harmful in any way. I don't want to put out products, um, first of all, that, yeah, just harmful in any way. 
Now, what do you think? What do you think, speaking of ingredients, and I like that we're talking about this straight out of the gate because, you know, people need to know what's up in skincare today. But what do you think are the biggest um, concerns in the skincare industry today? Like the biggest ingredients that people should be aware of um, and so forth. Okay. So what are the ingredients that I think are most harmful that uh, people should be aware of? Is that your question? Yeah. Okay. Well, early on, um, when we just, I mentioned the PTFE, and they're actually not, it's tricky because PTFE come in so many different forms or so many different ingredients. And so... Uh, it's hard to really know, but that to me, um, I don't see why there should be, I, I don't see it having a place in cosmetics. PTFEs are, I, I understand why um, they use them because of the uh, waterproof benefits, but it's just not, I don't see it. I, I see that it's being very, very harmful. Actually, there's a lot of evidence of it causing a lot of harm. Um, and then also, like, I don't like the plastics. I don't like plastics in whether they're carbomers or um, different types of polymers that are in um, cosmetics. I, I don't like any kind of plastic in cosmetics. Yeah, like PEG 150, you said carboner, PV. P, uh, propylene, glycol, like there's a plethora. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the harsh, like, I don't like the synthetic preservatives. Um, like for example, um, the formaldehyde releasing ones. Um, but again, it's hard because they don't necessarily on the ingredient list say, Hey, this has Teflon type material, or they don't have, you know, they don't let you know that this is like a PTFE or they don't say this is a formaldehyde releasing ingredient. Um, so it's really tough. It really is. I just would say, I look at an ingredient list and I think about what I feel comfortable to eat it. And if I don't want to eat it, I probably wouldn't want to put it on my skin. That's a good mentality. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like how you break that down. So those are the two primary um, red flags Plastics, in terms of ingredients. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't like synthetic fragrances because the reason why I don't like synthetic fragrances is because in the cosmetic industry, a fragrance is considered to be a trade secret. So someone can list fragrance, but yes. there can be 30 whoever god knows how many ingredients can't can go there, into that one i believe rick told me last year that because uh the fragrance is protected a protected term that it could include like three thousand yeah, like three thousand sub ingredients there's like a list of like exactly and that's like you don't know what the hell you're getting with that yeah yeah exactly so that's why a lot of like bad you know harmful chemicals can actually um, hide in the word fragrance and yeah. that's what's really that's worrisome to me because someone might be deathly allergic to something or but they you never it's never stated it because it's listed it's protected under the trade secrecy you know act that gives the right for anyone to list fragrance to put you know it can i wish that would can, i wish that would yeah. sort of i wish there would be 
be something done legally that could sort of like, you know, stop that. The same way the whole paraben issue years ago, you know, blew up. I, I wish there would, th this whole fragrance issue would blow up because so many people still, still aren't aware how... You know, you just inspired me. Oh. I wish that we can... I don't know how to do this, but I bet you we can figure it out. Couldn't we somehow, maybe we can do this at a local level, state level, and make it so that if you, because it's not fair that any cosmetic company could just put fragrance, but then in that fragrance can be like no declaration of, of what is in the fragrance. So I think that we should have to disclose you know, people could put up to like 5% fragrance in a formula. Uh, you know, f perfumes are like up to like what, 99% pure. I mean, it can be like pure perfume can have, I know it's diluted with alcohol and whatever, but solid oil perfumes can have a high concentration. So who we should have the right to know what's exactly in that product exactly and i just wish there was some way that that could like blow up and you know legally become like a thing like like a petition or something because it, it really needs to be it, it you know you really inspired me will i'm i'm gonna i want to find out how it's even possible if we can somehow like initiate a bill or get it passed um even at a state level at first, because it starts there, it starts at the state level and California is so, so much more uh, advanced with like the movement of protecting consumers. Uh, you really inspired me. I'm glad. And if you do anything with this, you have to keep me in the loop because I will give like all the, I for sure, all, all the press I for to sure. it. I will participate because fragrance has ruined my life. This whole thing because growing up it's like it was the reason i was allergic to everything it's the reason i can't use anything to wash my clothes i can't use tide unless it's free and clear i can't use oh. any detergent anything anything unless it's free and clear you know what i mean i i've went through so many trials and errors with so many different sh shampoos and and like soaps and body washes and all this shit because it would all irritate me and it all had that protected fragrance ingredient which is really it could be up to 3,000 sub-ingredients, you know? And, and that's just yes. not right in this day and age. I know. It's crazy. So, you know, well, um, you know, even though, okay, so 100% pure, we, as I said before, we never use synthetic fragrances. Um, but we're actually going to make products without any um, any kind of overly... Floral. Yeah, like essential oils. Certain products, we're just going to say, like, yeah. unscented with... Scented meaning no essential oils or no uh, heavy extracts to make it um, have an aroma. But you'll still smell the, like he just made a wash that had a, in a base of collodial oatmeal and it smelled like, just like what oatmeal would smell like. Yeah. Um, but we'll do that. We'll send that to you too once we, once we test it and produce that one. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So this is this is this is great. I love this conversation because I just I just want fragrance to like blow up and be exposed the same way parabens were, you know, 
like years ago. You're right. You're right. And I think that um, we need to expose this because I bet you people don't, you know, think about this. Fragrance is something that you give to someone you love as a gift, you know, um, like I know that whenever my father traveled, he always brought back perfume from wherever, like if he went to France, he went and bought French perfume for my mom. If he went to like visit, you know, wherever, you know, uh, he went to visit Turkey and then he got like, um, some rose perfume, like just so perfume is meant to be like, um, you know, it's always been celebrated. Even it was recorded even from like Cleopatra bathed in roses and she um, made her own perfume. But those were made from actual roses and actual botanicals. But now uh, the whole romance of fragrance have been uh, adulterated from all these chemicals that are in it. So I think that it's it's the only right of the consumer it's it's what's right for the consumer to have a declaration of what's in the product. A hundred percent. It's just it's it, it needs to be. Yes. Now that's such a good point. I'm so glad we brought you brought this up, and you're like, this is some. You've really inspired me. Thank you. You have to keep me up to date with like what you do moving forward from here with regards to the topic. Thank you. And um, by the way, um, when I'm in New York and, you know, if we have an event, I definitely can't wait to meet you at our event. Yeah, definitely. No, keep. Yeah. With, I'll attend like any events because I live in. So I live in the suburbs of New Jersey, but I don't live far from the city at all. I'm like a half an hour from the city. So, yeah, I would love to attend anything you have going on. Yes. And then I'll make sure that. I introduce you to Brian, the former uh, beauty director of Oprah. Yes, I would love to meet him. I would love to meet him. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Now, you change, you're always offering a plethora of different products. You're always changing what you offer and introducing more. You've recently had a ton of new launches. Could you tell us about some of your new line? Oh, um, okay. So... I came back to work um, 2000, I mean, earlier this year, and we just, there hasn't been any new launches during COVID. And so at that time, I brought with me um, Cody. And when I met him, I thought, okay, he is this brilliant PhD chemist. And, the, and you know, we know so many PhD chemists, actually Rick's sister's a PhD chemist, his whole family oh, wow. are like a family of doctors. So it's not like, That's amazing. you know, PhD chemists are like unique because there's so many of them. But so that in itself is not that special to, I mean, I'm not that, I'm not saying that PhD chemists aren't special. I'm saying that there's many, many PhD chemists that we know and have worked with, but there was something very, very special about Cody. The way he thinks was so unique and you know, just how, uh, certain people just have an extra special, that extra something about them that yeah. had like, so I saw that in Cody. And um, when I met him, he was doing his postdoc at UC Davis. And I said to him, hey, you know, 
I have this cosmetic company. I'd love for you to come join us as the head of R&D because of his different way of, um, I just saw him, his, the way he thinks, the way, uh, I just really admired and his intelligence. So he came on board and we just kind of went to town and with him and me and our chemical engineer, she's also super bright and very special. We all just, just kind of had a, we just went, I don't know. We went kind of wild and just like, like over, uh, you know, those times when you go absolute nuts and you kind of have those sleepless nights and just over on overdrive, like our creativity, our product development, it was just on overdrive. And so we launched a lot. Um, so some of the things we launched was the first collection was during the summertime, um, watermelon. And we wanted to use polyglutamic acid and hyaluronic acid. This collection was more for very, very dehydrated skin. Um, polyglutamic acid is, have you ever eaten natto beans? Uh, I, I may have, honestly, but from uh, probably not. from. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Most, most people haven't, you know, it's a, it's something that like, um, it's a Japanese food, so they rarely serve it in America. Um, actually Cody and I were in Japan. We were, we just got back. We were there for about, I don't know, like a month or so. Oh, nice. Even, yeah. In even being in Japan for a month, we actually haven't even had uh, natto beans served to us just not even once. So it's, it's even in Japan, it's not a common food. Um, so natto beans is like fermented uh, beans. And when you use your chopsticks to pick up the beans, they have this stringy thing. It's like kind of this gooey thing. It's like almost like the texture of like stringy, like honey. Um, that itself, that stringy stuff, in natto beans that is polyglutamic acid and um it's very rich with like probiotics and it works similarly as hyaluronic acid whereas hyaluronic acid the molecular weight is so thin that it it can actually like go into your skin tissues and hydrate the tissues um polyglutamic acid is a little bit more uh rich so what it does is it um it penetrates to the skin and plumps up the skin surface and also locks in the hydration, but on the surface of the skin. So whereas hyaluronic acid goes more deeper in the tissues and hydrates the tissues, uh, deeper levels, the polyglutamic acid retains the moisture in the more on the surface level. And so anyhow, um, we did that and that's pretty much like it's very, um, the formula itself is very simple. It's, the base of it is like watermelon, um, organic watermelon hydrosol, cucumber hydrosol, and it thickens with like the polyglutamic acid, hyaluronic acid. Um, we launched that. Uh, oh, and by the way, um, hydration, and this is something that I always try to remind people is that hydration means water, whereas moisturization means oil. So when you moisturize, you're feeding your skin oil. When you hydrate, you're feeding your skin water. So watermelon, cucumber is more on the heavy water side. It pretty much has, it does have a, you know, 
it doesn't do so it's more water hydrating not so much oil moisturizing i see thanks for explaining that um let's see what else we launched we launched the serums i like the serums the bakucho oil yeah i would definitely say that our serums uh that's some that's that formula is something we're very very proud of oh so the second one we launched was apple uh you mentioned you like using that you'll notice that the cleanser doesn't have preservatives so certain formulas we're big fans of needing preservatives but certain yeah organic acids to preserve formulas but certain formulas just really it didn't need it so we're not going to add in anything that's not necessary the apple cleanser was a formula that didn't need the preservative it's actually in a base of like um if you look at it it's uh there's like you know glycerin is a byproduct of oil but it's not actual oil it's actually water soluble ingredient um but it's a humectant so it's hydrating it um so anyhow, the apple cleanser has all these different like fruit acids. Um, I think that there's like a total of like 7% fruit acids that give your skin like a mild buffing, peeling effect. Um, like there's uh, apple has like malic acid. There's papain, which is like the acid or the enzyme from papaya there's bromelain which is the enzyme from pineapple there's um also lactic acid people might think lactic acid is something that is uh from cows but we're vegan it's actually from lactic acid is from beets oh wow interesting mm-hmm. and the serum that goes along with oh, that yes. as well so the serum is made with 10% acids. Um, that is, uh, again, to, it's that's more of a resurfacing treatment. Um, cleanser has seven, and then the serum has 10. Yes, I'm using that line currently. So I'm, I, I'm using the cleanser every day, and then I actually follow it up with the entire uh, watermelon cucumber regimen with the mist, the serum, and the moisturizer. I'm loving it. That's so smart because whenever you do an exfoliation, whenever you do an exfoliating program on your skin, your skin is actually more, number one, sensitive. So it's good that you're using the watermelon, cucumber, because it's very hydrating. It's very soothing. Um, And also, whenever you are doing an exfoliating program, your skin is actually more susceptible to um, or more sensitive to the sun. So... um, it's good that your skin's more dehydrated and your skin is more sensitive. So it's good that you're using the soothing hydrating. Thank you. Yeah, I'm loving I'm loving that regimen. And another one I can't wait to try. I tested this one out, but I haven't really started trying it yet. The coffee bean face cream. Now, I've been using your eye cream, the coffee bean caffeine eye cream on and off for like three years now. Uh, and I think that's great. So what made you wait so long to put out a coffee bean serum and cream? Or was it just in high demand? Okay. So a lot for our team. Um, you can tell him he can drill. We'll go over there. Um, so the the thing is, is that 
you know, the whole benefit of caffeine, our, our team's been wanting this, you know, for more than a decade. Um, the thing is, is that I told them that um, caffeine, coffee, green tea, green coffee, the benefit of that ingredient is that it's a diuretic. It draws out water, so it deep puffs, and um, it increases circulation. So that is for dark circles. But we don't need that benefit for the face. Like, for example, diuretic, um, puffy face, um, and also dark circles don't occur in the face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like people who love the eye cream may have tried using it as a moisture as a full face moisturizer too but it didn't really work so they needed like a different yeah. formulation for the rest of the face yeah i don't want to launch things for no purpose like so you only get dark circles so so at the time from all our test research it shows that um coffee the green coffee increases circulation to bright to brighten up dark circles and it deep puffs. But why would I, why would you want to put that on the face? Cause you don't have the same issues around your eyes as you would on the face. It wasn't until after many, many years that we did all these, like we did like when we do research, it's not like just reading it's, we do a lot and lots of, um, gosh, like intense research, um, testing, studying. And one thing is now it's shown that actually topical caffeine restores sun damage. Then it was at that moment, okay, now it makes sense that why we can use this ingredient for the face. Because before it would have just been a gimmick. Yeah, and true. And I remember... We had this super talented creative director who worked with us and me and her, you know, we kind of like got into a fight because she said, uh, coffee bean eye creams are number one. You have to, we have to, you have to make a coffee face cream. And I said to her, but, but this product is to brighten dark circles and this product is to deep puff. You don't need that for the face. You don't need to, there's no dark circles around the face and there's no deep puffing that's needed. And if, if, you know, and um, we just argued about it, like, oh, gosh, I would definitely say that was the reason why she left the company. Um, <laughs> because she so disagreed. We, we, we argued about it for almost a year. And like I said, it wasn't until recently we actually found true evidence, legitimate evidence that caffeine, green coffee um, it, and green tea actually reduces sun damage then now you have the, now it's purposeful, but we would never like launch something just for a gimmick. Um, yeah. Just for like a marketing yeah. initiative. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, she said, I don't care. We're going to sell a ton of it because we sell a ton of this eye cream. I said, we sell a ton of eye cream because we have the exact, first of all, the whole entire base is green tea, no water. The whole base of it is, um, you know, green coffee, um, it works. That's why we sell it, but sell a lot of it for the eyes. If we make it for the face, it's not good. It doesn't have any benefit for the face. So anyhow, now, yes, it does. 
And I was impressed when I was reading about it that it reverses sun damage. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs> well, yeah, now that's the reason why we're okay to launch it. Uh, I know that it's maybe 15 years a little too late, but um, it took that long for us to actually, because we tried before. Um, let's find a legitimate reason. Um, how is caffeine, how is green coffee beneficial for the face, for the skin? And it wasn't until recently that more and more uh, studies have been published about the actual, in actuality, it legitimately um, reduces sun damage. And so then we thought, okay, now it's okay to do it. I just don't want to like launch something for no reason. Of course. And I, I think that's very admirable because so many companies in the skincare world, they'll have like, say if a product is known for their like vitamin C serum or like their facial cleanser, then they'll do like a whole themed line with it. And then you try out all the products and you realize, oh, the other products were just supplementary, you know, supplements to, yeah for marketing purposes, they don't really do anything. Oh, yes. Let me tell you another example. So our team... They launched, um, so we have a Bakucho, um, we have a Bakucho serum and a Bakucho moisturizer. And, and they launched, we launched a Bakucho cleanser. And I actually wrote on the marketing on there, I said, you know what? The reason why we're launching this is because our customers asked for it. But I wrote on there and I'll actually show you this. I wrote on there and I said, this cleanser does not have enough bakuchiol for you to get the age, uh, age uh, with signs of aging, preventative, corrective benefits. Um, because it actually needs bakuchiol for, for it to actually be effective. It has to be at a certain percentage and it also has to be uh, a leave-on product because it has to be left on for a long time in order in a span of four hours before it actually starts um you know seeing results so on the marketing i forced the team even though they resisted i forced them to write that i said tell the people that the bakucho cleanser does not have the benefits only the serum and only the uh the moisturizer and i also told them i also want you to write that one product has the maximum percentage of bakucho meaning you don't need both oil and moisturizer you only need one to get the results by combining both, it doesn't mean you get better results because we are using the correct percentage. That's the maximum to show the um, that was clinically tested to show the results. So anyhow, that's going to uh, we and, and another thing is, is um, we launched a multivitamin collection for the hair and they produced the packaging and the um, for the shampoo. And I said to them, we're not going to launch the shampoo because I saw the studies and I saw the test, the multivitamin conditioner, great benefits for the hair, great benefits for anything that's leave-on, like the leave-on conditioner, the anti-frizz, but not until 
we can actually launch we can't launch the shampoo until we can show that there's actually benefits otherwise it's just like good money uh wasted down the drain so anyhow i really for me um i really love people i love our customers i love our fans um i don't in any way want to like hurt them or deceive them and that's why sometimes there's sometimes a battle between what i want versus sometimes like you know what the team wants um you know they they have different motivations they might be more motivated by like marketing or their sale goals or whatever i'm very very much like all about um efficacy and integrity which is like so rare these days honestly (laughs) thank you so much yeah you'll see that soon i made the team write that the bakucho cleanser i said you have to write there that this cleanser, the Bakuchio cleanser, is not enough Bakuchio to get the results that they want. Um, only the moisturizer or the serum. And plus, they don't even need both of them. Only one is enough. Like, did you know that um, if you have, your body needs only a certain amount of vitamin C, for example. Yes. And anything else is just like washed down through urine because... You, you know, your body can only absorb a certain amount. So we have the max already in one product. So there's no need to double down. Makes... And I made them write that. Props to you. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that's bold. I like that. That's bold. Thank you. Thank you. And same thing with our shampoo, our multivitamin shampoo. I saw after our studies and testing, I found that the rinse off, it doesn't have enough time to absorb. So now we're showing that um, the higher concentration, even for um, uh, while the uh, you're massaging it onto your scalp, you're getting some, not as much as the conditioner or the leave-on products. But anyhow, we're showing. So after after many many months after launching the condition multivitamin conditioner and the leave-on um, conditioner and the anti frizz. Only after we are proving that the shampoo is beneficial, then we will launch it. And I, I actually got all those products except the shampoo. But, I, you know, when it comes out, I'll, I can't wait to try it. Um, yes, yes. Anytime you want to try anything, I am so excited for you to try it. Oh, thank you. I love that. I love being a guinea pig and testing new products. So yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> feel free to like send any my way because I love it. And another because I'm down. And speaking thank of which, you. do you have like, I want us to talk about the Rosewater collection next. But uh, just before we get into that, do you have any new lines launching as we enter the new year that have not been posted to the web yet? Um. So we recently just launched the um, Mushroom. Uh, mushrooms are so amazing. They're like this, uh, have tons of like polysaccharides that uh, hold onto water um, and have so many different like medicinal benefits. Like there's, for example, like shiitake mushroom has kojic acid that suppresses um, tyrosinase and melanin to suppress like dark age spots from forming. 
Um, it's not enough kojic acid to lighten dark spots, but it's enough to suppress um, dark spots from forming. Not enough to lighten it, but n- enough to suppress. Okay, so anyhow, there's, um, oh gosh, like all these different mushrooms. We have like a blend of 11, like tremella is like a jelly uh, mushroom, and it just like really, uh, it's just um, water bomb on your skin. Anyhow, many, it's just too many to list out. There's like 11 different mushrooms with different type of skin benefits. And um, so we did that as a serum. And that is one product that we did not do any essential oils. And then we're launching a moisturizer counterpart to that. And we're also going to be like, we talked about um, body products that, Remember I said that no essential oils because some yes. people like yourself might just not want like essential oils or any kind of uh, scents. Yes. We have a, we actually found out about all these, um, it's amazing thing about how, you know how the um, people use minoxidil as a, uh, so you have to get for- a prescription for a drug, to a minoxidil to it's like the yeah, hair stimulating it, yeah, hair course, growth. Yeah, no, I'm very familiar because I've tried different mm-hmm. things. I, I currently, I've been on Nutrafol for the past couple of years, so. Oh, okay, great. This So there's actually um, all these studies, um, legitimate scientific medical studies have shown that a certain percentage of rosemary, for example, pure rosemary has the same effect as minoxidil a prescription drug to um, stimulate hair growth. So, so things like that, um, we really, really focus on, um, especially like this is almost like a new generation of 100% pure ever since Cody joined us. Um, it's almost like a version 2.0. We've always been amazing, um, but I think this time it's even a step above. You know, we're just... A whole other level we're treating like our formulating cosmetics in the same fashion as formulating pharmaceutical drugs with that much research that much testing um like earlier when our chemical engineer was here i asked her one simple formula how much are you testing that one formula she's like just too much she laughed because it was just like too much too much testing <laughs> on just this one basic simple we test so much like we test every ingredient just for the purity um not only the ingredients but individually but the ingredients together because this ingredient with that ingredient sometimes have um different chemical reactions so this plus this can actually equal something else. So we want to make sure that all ingredients are cohesive. Then we also test it with the packaging. Um, does it somehow affect the packaging? Like certain acids actually make the packaging degrade into the formula. So we test for that. Yes, it's crazy. Um, then we also test the other things like this called a scratch test where you put it on um, human skin and you scratch it to see if there's any kind of irritation. Um, and then anyhow, it's like a, 
think it was like 12 different steps of different testing that we do. Um, never, though, never, never animal testing. It's all through uh, human. We're, we're going to also get into, we, I know that there's ways that you can test on like fake skin, but uh, we actually want to, the reason why we do test on us uh, human subjects that are volunteers, they, they, they sign up for it. Uh, they're not, it's not like a forced labor um, or slavery or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, the reason why we like to do that is because we like to hear their feedback too. Oh, that's, I like that. That's a good, good way to go about it. Yes. Thank you so much. It's so interesting. So that Rosemary Grow Serum, I actually see on the site. So that's that's how I would be interested to try that because... Oh, yeah, whatever you need, you can just ask Lauren because Lauren's actually not here. I know you set up the um, podcast with her. Yes. She she actually is... Um, she's from Los Angeles, so she went back home for the holidays. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, she'll be back after the holidays. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'll touch base with her then. Um, have you, you also, your hair, moving on from skincare to your hair and body lines, you also offer just as many lines for hair and body as you do for your skincare. So, um, what have you found to be like some of your most in-demand products when it comes to hair and body? Okay. Um, we're getting very, very innovative and very almost like techie with hair. Uh, and we're going to do like a whole other like hair, um, very, very science-based hair launches. Um, as far as Bath and Body, you know, I feel like those have been around since like 15 years ago. And you know when I feel like those are all single notes like lavender essential oil or citrus essential oil. Um, honey, almond, uh, coconut, vanilla. But I feel like that's when my taste was very much more like uh, simple. And now I feel like I'm having the appetite for like this interest of like blending things. Um, and it's not so much about fragrance, but um, more about like, mm, okay, like earlier we talked about a body wash with the um, collodial oatmeal as the base. So what I'm trying to say is before maybe it was all about like, oh, this smells amazing and, you know, and using like, but now it's really, really focused on like treatment, nourishment. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not so much about like. Um, so I see, no, it's, I yeah. totally, I totally see what you're saying. So like you have like that innovative, um, uh, drive to sort of mix it up right now. Yeah, because before maybe the body washes and body creams, it was the formulas are chock f are full of like amazing nourishing ingredients. But now it's like I almost want to just the reason why Anissa was like uh, kind of the chemical engineer was like laughing about how many times we're testing this one basic formula is because I want efficacy and benefits that the kind of energy we put in, we invest in skincare, we want to put that into hair care. Well, we've always done that for hair care, but because hair care is um, 
anyways, yeah, we've always done skincare, hair care, color cosmetics, but Bath and Body, I feel like we lacked the investment of like um, very, very intense research and development. And so uh, our next phase is to all our new products for Bath and Body. I really want to make it as um, high efficacy as I would want in skincare. I that you're keeping you're keeping it going. I love it. Um, it's like you're at, you're like you set the bar and then you go one up. I think this yeah. is amazing. I've tried the eucalyptus shower gel. I like that. I've tried the gentle almond uh, shower oil. I like that. I've tried like some of your hand creams. So um, and again, innovative formulas because my skin's so sensitive. Like like I'll get hives on my hands when I use hand cream. I'm not even joking. But like with um, your stuff, I, I that's never an issue. So it'll be interesting to see what new formulations you come up with. Thank you so much. And oh, the one new line we didn't get into is the new rose line, the new rose water line. Oh, uh, rose water. Yes. Um, that one is a more of a hyaluronic acid and a more botanical base. And that one is uh, meant for soothing, uh, anti-inflammatory, calming. And it's it's a gentle rose, which I like. Yeah. The, um, well, yeah, you know, we don't use any synthetic fragrance. So that's like pure rose essential oil. Yeah, no, I, I and rose hydrosol, and so the base of it is really just like rose hydrosol. There's rose essential oil, and then for the hydration effect is the hyaluronic acid, and um, yeah, so it's more like soothing and hydrating. Um, the roses, yeah, that's what it's soothing and hydrating. <clears throat> and you also have your fruit pigmented makeup line. You have a lot of like makeup items. Yes, that's actually so innovative and revolutionary because, you know, most makeup, they're colored from, like, synthetic dyes. Yeah. Um, or, actually, they're even colored from bugs, like beetle oh, blood. Oh, God. Yeah, if you ever look, it's like carmine. Carmine is, like, actually beetles that they crush bugs that are still living to crush them for their blood. How long has that practice the, been going on? I mean, it's just, I don't know how long. Is it new? No, no, this is, this is, this has been going on for a long time. Carmine. Yeah, that's, uh, so we actually use plants, fruits, vegetables, herbs, um, to, uh, color, that's how the colors are derived. It's actually from plants. And the reason why that's better than the synthetic dyes is because a lot of synthetic dyes, they actually have, um, have you ever seen like the news where they say like there's lead in lipstick? Yes. Yeah. So in like, in uh, synthetic dyes, there's like cadmium and arsenic, there's lead, there's mercury. There's so many different types of like heavy metals. That's a, that, in those are synthetic like dyes. Ma- those are major ones too. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, poison really. Yeah. If you have too much lead in your blood, it's actually like 
you know, it's poison. It's 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 not um definitely yeah, it's shocking, but it's true. So even like I know that um even in the dirt and soil, there are trace amounts of like lead and heavy metals in dirt and soil. So, you know, there is chance of like plants like tomatoes or blackberry to have like those heavy metals that's by chance and if so it's so minimal but it's nothing compared to like the heavy like you know the what's it called the heavy metals that are very very prevalent in uh, synthetic dyes well you have a wide collection so that's always a plus especially I mean, I it's it that would turn anyone off hearing it. They're using yeah. products made with like all these harsh chemicals, let alone uh, crushed uh, beetles, to say the least. And coal tar. <laughs> and another thing is coal tar. Tar, tar too. Tar. Oh, tar, tar in makeup. I don't understand how that's allowed. That, it, 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 it like baffles me. It it, it truly it really does. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's uh so. So with 100% pure our makeup, um, you know, even though we call it fruit pigmented, it's actually like, you know, we still have like vegetables and like herbs and, you know, other ingredients. Like um, one mascara that we actually made is made with uh, activated charcoal. And so we use all sorts of different types of like plants. Um, but the reason why I called it fruit pigmented is because a blackberry is what gave me that like aha moment. Like, Oh, I can use plant pigments because I was picking blackberries one day and I kept washing off the, you know, my, my fingers, but the pigments were so strong and I started looking into why is this so strong? And I found out the pigments themselves contain all the like healthy anthocyanins. Like the reason why you eat fruits and vegetables is because like the, the uh, vitamins and antioxidants, well, it's all concentrated in the pigments. Mm. So then uh, anyhow, that's, that's why we call it fruit pigmented is because I got my idea from blackberries. Well, it's 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 a very self-explanatory title and that it, you just gave me so much information that I feel like it's integral for people to know because I knew skincare was filled with a bunch of toxins, but I did not know makeup was filled with just as many, if not from what you're saying more. So well, the PTFE we talked about, like the stuff that's like waterproofing your lashes for a waterproof mascara or giving you super, super matte lips. Um that's that's like the same stuff as like your frying pan uh what's it called the teflon Ugh. to keep your food from sticking to the pan you have the same material in your makeup to keep water from sticking to your lashes or moisture you know sticking to your lips it's yeah it's and like i said it's just um people you know what else is like so dangerous is think about how how close these chemicals get to your eyes yes they and your lips you know lipstick you know women they have to reapply lipstick all day long because like you know they're eating and you know that it gets ingested yeah of lipstick's course, yeah, of course. always getting ingested oof oh god I, I mean, we're, we're, you're enlightening many, <laughs> including myself, and I love it. 
Now you have what I think is very interesting, a mystery box subscription. Oh, I don't really know too much about that because... Or is it a monthly think, box subscription? I believe... Oh, oh one, yeah, yeah. The monthly box I know about because I'm the one who put that together. I said that um, sometimes, you know, with all the, like, subscription boxes, it's just sometimes fun to get something and uh, you don't know what you're getting. But yeah. you know that you always fill it with something. You, you know, we always fill it with people, things that we think will just... It's like the little gift you get... Um, you it's like a little gift you get every month um and just makes you happy that i know um i don't think the company is very happy with them so they said that oh you know we have to like increase prices on those because we can't keep it but i i i really i thought of that because it's like something to bring people joy i like when i get little things in the mail it just makes me happy yeah same it like it like boosts my day yeah, it's really fun to get little treats or so that was that's why we did that. I think it's a great concept. I love I I actually love those like subscription boxes. It's um you know, you don't know what you're gonna get, so it's like surprises every month. Yeah, it is. You like it it's it's sort of that whole um unknown element that you look forward to. Yeah, my friend he has uh a treats i think it's his name's roger he has a um what's it called like a subscription box for treats treats from around the world it's called tasty treats i think that's just so cute to get like some a little something every month something you're not expecting yeah i agree and i feel like you know products like i mean um and it shaves like this they show like what you offer and then people will find out what they like and then you know that could become like part of their regular regimen yes yes they can and it's like pretty much yeah exactly it's like risk-free pretty much try it if they fall in love then they'll just get to keep it or use it continually now last year you had launched a home collection and i have you know i liked everything i had some candles uh pillow spray all of that um are you was that just like sort of like a test run or are you um moving forward with the home collection oh so the thing is um we are really really you know in our in our dna our core we're really really a true like skincare company first and foremost we're an innovation you know and so to answer your question um, I, we don't, I'm not really for doing things just because, um, it, it, for 100% pure, I think that it should just be very much like focused on like our innovation technology, because anytime we do anything else, I actually think it kind of like detracts us. So if that's something that like the marketing team wants to do because they love to do it, then that's fine. But we're not going to put R&D efforts into candles or room spray or unless there is actual uh, scientific, real, real helpful things. Like I can see how maybe certain like sleeping um, this can be helpful. I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't like doing things for fluff. I don't like doing things just because something is like, yeah, just for, um, I get, I totally get it. Just for expansion for 100% purposes. Pure. Yeah. Just for 100% pure. I don't want to do that because, um, 
we you know we have okay we have uh so we have this amazing talented team of phd chemists not just cody but like um this one amazing brilliant uh chemist as well um i don't want to like i don't know like waste our time with the kind of intense research and testing we do for like candles you know what i mean no i like, totally get that it's like it's, it's like just, u- using them towards something that's very much like a non-necessity versus a necessity i get it yeah it just it seems kind of frivolous to have these super talented team uh you know like cody his specialty is like the you know cody um i told you who's heading our r&d product development he um his specialty was drug delivery nanotechnology and you know he worked on a lot of amazing things before he worked with 100% pure like you know artificial uh, organs and you know like really oh, wow. things to save people's lives and you know we're not i don't want to like have these super talented team to waste all this time on like things that are not going to like i don't know be that beneficial do you know what i mean I, i'm sure candles can be beneficial or no i get it it's just like it's just like it's not something like people need skincare they need to take care of their yeah, skin yeah. they need it to be healthy yeah. like people don't need like um I get what you mean, like a pillow spray yeah. or a candle. That's something our marketing team did. Like but, they but, wanted to do it, so they did it. And they want to do nail polish, they did it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But where I want to put our like time uh, into is like skincare, innovation, our technology, um, makeup. Okay, this is my top, like makeup and skin and hair. And then now we're also doing it for body. But you know, I don't, I don't want to put these talented people, uh, you know, have their time spent on like a better, I don't know, burning candle or, uh, when we have so much more to do for like acne or for, um, melasma or, you know, Oh, that's, you that's, know what I mean? Like yes. more important things, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't want to say more important, but you know, I, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah kind of <laughs> nail polishes, uh, you know, things that are more, um, how do you say detrimental, uh, like frou-frou, like kind of fluffy, like fluff, like just for fun. Uh, like I said, the marketing team, if they want to, they can do that if they want to do that for fun. But I, I need to stay focused, have our PhD chemists and engineers like focus on like more. Mm, helpful things that really will make a difference in people's lives like their skin their scalp speaking makeup. yes yeah, speaking of which um have you ever thought of releasing like a full-on hair regrowth line or a hair loss line not until that's exactly what we are researching testing uh but not until it is like i said with everything has to be as you know it has to be proven it has to be like efficacy is everything to us Oh, but it's in the works. It's something, yes, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait for that. I feel like that's going to be a oh, big hit. And thank you. Now with skincare, every, there are so everyone has so many skin issues now, and there's you know there, everyone has a different concern. Like you mentioned, some is acne, some is people who get like very have very sensitive skin, and they can get like you know like eczema or like seborrhea or what. Some people have like a pore issue, etc. Could you tell us like the best line that you have for each um, skin concern? 
your recommended line for each skin concern? So even though we have tea tree, I would say that's more, we're doing a, an acne that's called plus plus. And if you use a certain blend of, um, rosemary, oregano, thyme, um, tea tree at a certain percentage, it's proven to be, um, better than prescription drugs for acne. So I would say that, and then we're also doing one called brightening. So I, like I said, remember earlier, I was telling you that I feel that right now we're at like, um, almost like a new phase Yes. of our, we're, if anything, um, it's all to, to be coming very, very soon. The kind of things that I am very passionate about are all the new items because those are the items that I developed with my, with our amazing talented team of uh, PhD chemists that I feel so confident in. Um, anything else, I'm not gonna necessarily, um, you know, everything's, I, you know, I'm always constantly, someone said it best, I'm in constant competition with myself. I like that. I'm always constantly improving. Um, so anything that's new, I would say is what I'm most, I have the most, um, passion and, uh, faith in. Yeah, and you do have a lot of new lines, and I love all the new stuff. So I would also like echo that and say, like, if anyone's interested, I would, you know, check out the new items because they're very strong in what they do. Like the watermelon cucumber line is very hydrating. The apple enzyme is very exfoliating. And the bakla chill. I heard that I'm not even saying I'm. I heard I'm not even pronouncing it correctly. Bocuccio, I think is the correct way. The bocuccio, um, well, the, it, basically the plant. It's a. It's basically something that mimics or it acts like retinol. It yeah. acts like retinol. That one I think is really, really one of one thing that I, and the coffee face cream, the lactic acid from Apple. Okay, so to break it down. Oh, hello. Lactic acid, hydration. It would be the watermelon, cucumber. You oh, can um, you could you start over because you cut out for five oh, seconds. Yeah. So just oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um. So the for resurfacing our apple lactic acid that has like seven percent lact uh fruit fruit enzymes to resurface uh, for the cleanser and then ten percent fruit acids. For the serum is what I would pick for our resurfacing and for the hydration. And again, hydration is about feeding your skin water, not oil. It would be the water cucumber. For age correction, I am a huge fan of the Bacuccio because not the cleanser per se, because like I said, it has to be a leave-on product for you to get the benefits of Bacuccio. Um, I would say the Bacuccio moisturizer, Bacuccio oil serum, they have the max percentage that's the clinical, um, clinically proven percentage um, to give you the best results. And for people who have had sun damage, um, 
for repair, sun re- uh, repair for s- repair from sun damage that's needed is the coffee face cream, the coffee um, face serum. Okay, thanks for breaking that down. Thank so, you so much. Yeah, this has been a great conversation. I feel like we dug into so much. And I feel like more than anything else, it's been very educational. And I think anyone who's into skincare or just trying to find out what products they should buy um, will really benefit from this. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Will. I am extremely grateful to you. And uh, thank you so much for scheduling me to, you know, talk to you. Of course. Thanks for coming on. And we definitely need to, you know, do this again. Keep me updated with your initiative with all things fragrance related that we discussed earlier you really inspired me i'm glad that makes me feel so good i'm like yes i'm like someone is on like the same page with me about this because that's like a subject i'm really passionate about so yeah me too me too that makes me happy and keep me in the loop on any new york events new products all of that to meet you yeah when when do you think you're gonna be here next oh um i'm not sure but i definitely want to do something in the spring because um oh actually i'm gonna i'm going to italy again for about a month um so maybe i'm going to italy in march so probably like either before or after italy um you know because i'm actually making dresses it's more like a hobby of mine and the fabric mill is in Italy. So I want to go visit the fabric mill and make talk to the dress makers. So um, that's kind of one reason why I'm going to Italy is and while I'm there, I'm planning to just kind of spend some more time over there. I went last year and just fell so in love. It's just someplace I just if you Italy feels like, um, you know, the history, you know, it feels like yes. it's a place where like uh modernization hasn't been touched yeah i know what you mean it has like a little bit it just feels more real like more it's not so high tech i get what you're saying i love it i mean when i go to like germany uh it feels so like modern i guess i know that everything in germany got rebuilt so every everything is like new and so it feels like a very modern um place every but when I go to um, Italy, it feels so like, yeah, like ancient. There's no new buildings. There's no, everything just feels, I don't know. Yeah, it just, it's, I love it. I love Italy so much. Oh, I'm so jealous you're going. I've always wanted to go. My father's side is Italian and I always wanted to visit Italy. So have fun if you if you go to um when you go you should go because italy's only five hours away from you five or six hours and when you do go my favorite place in italy i mean i've gone to almost every part of italy are like you can go to all these obscure places that aren't commercialized but um my most favorite part of italy is venice Oh, it why so? It feels so, like, first of all, you can't, there's no cars in Venice. You have to take a boat into Venice. Um, there's tiny little streets, tiny little bridges. There's absolutely no cars. It's a town run on boats. It, it's just, it's 
<laughs> I've never experienced anything like it. You know how most cities, most um, they have like streets, they have cars. This this place, it doesn't even have any. Um, it's absolutely no streets. Um, I mean, cars at all. It's all pedestrians and boats. Oh, that's so unique. I would love that. I'm like, I'm a water sign. I'm a Pisces. So that's like right up my alley. Oh my God. I'm a Pisces as well. Oh, when's your birthday? March 6th. Get the hell out. I'm March 12th. Oh my God. You know, yes, my Pisces, they're, I, <laughs> we're very uh, sensitive and we have a lot of love. I sense that about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you too. I was like, I actually wanted at one point because when we were we were getting so like deep into like all like the ingredients and like the importance. And when you were talking about like wanting to focus more on like the skincare because mm -hmm. you want to help people versus doing like the whole marketing gimmick thing. Um, yeah. I was like, I wonder if, if she's a Pisces. Just, That's like a very Pisces oh, for thing. Sure. For sure. You know what? Um, if I if you know, we were in this, oh, like to make money, uh, we would have sold our company like decade a decade ago um because we had every tons of like you know all the big beauty brands interested in us um actually i'm very you know pisces were very very sensitive you know how i told you i just came back from japan right yeah well um when we were in asia i had a trip booked to um thailand and my the, tra the person who books my travel said to me, do you know what goes on in Thailand? And I said, no, I, I actually, I really, I was so ignorant. I didn't know. Um, Thailand, I guess, apparently is like one of the highest uh, tra uh, human trafficked area. Okay. And, and uh, they, they basically do a lot of human trafficking in Thailand and force children and, you know, all sorts, you know, people of all ages to into they're they're forced into slavery for sex oh my god that, that's number one not only that um i found out that this really was shocking to me they use they use animals for slavery they force monkeys to work and they whip them if they're they don't work like they Ugh. chain up monkeys to go climb uh, coconut trees and pick coconut and they're tr they're treated very very badly they're whipped they're um they put a like a neck brace on them so they can't run away uh so anyhow i had a trip booked to bangkok thailand we were going to go to bangkok and then to phuket um and around there uh, for two weeks, but I actually just can't, when I found out about all these terrible things, I just felt too sensitive and I just couldn't go. Well, I, wow. That, I mean, I would feel the same way. I would just feel so uncomfortable. Like I wouldn't even be looking forward to it. So it, that's a good thing that you rerouted and just rearranged yeah. the whole trip. Yes. I went to Korea to go visit my grandmother and I went then after I saw my grandmother, we went to Singapore and I met with uh, Rick and Cody and I met with Rick in Singapore. And then he and I then went off to Japan and stayed there for about a month. And uh, we actually just got back. I think that's probably why I got kind of sick because I was traveling too much. And um, anyhow, yeah, but it was it was an amazing time. But yeah, I, I couldn't go to 
uh, Bangkok because I was feeling too sensitive about when I found out about the monkeys um, being enslaved and when I found out about children getting... You know what's so sad? Well, okay. You know how I told you I saw my grandmother, right? Yeah. Um, it was a really hard trip for me because she was telling me about how... So she uh, had a daughter, and her daughter, who was three years old, her mother took um, her mother took um, my grandmother's daughter to the market, and uh, someone kidnapped my grandmother's daughter. Oof! And never, and ever since she was three years old, never saw her daughter ever again. And so I think I was feeling even more extra sensitive to hear about, uh, you know, kidnapping and human trafficking and them being forced into sex slavery. Yeah, because it hits home. Yeah, I mean, it's already like devastating to hear that children have to go through that. Um, It's I just I can't it's unfathomable. I cannot even imagine what kind of evil people i I think there's so much evil like first of all i think that there's evil yeah there is especially uh, yeah like for people to like take children force them to have sex uh i think it's so evil even to like put toxic chemicals that are known carcinogens that they know that hey if you put this in a product this can cause cancer there's so much evil in so many different ways like did you know that um most cosmetics have uh, powdered cosmetics. The base of it is talc. No, actually. So, like, do you know that talc mostly is filled with asbestos? Oh, my God. I feel like I may have read this once because I'm kind of getting, like, deja vu. But, um... But People I... don't realize that... Wow. So, asbestos causes um, a, a certain type of, like, cancer, like mesothelioma... And yet, like, even Johnson & Johnson was using, um, they were using asbestos-filled, um, what's it called, talc. Most talc has asbestos. Ugh. And this is what they were using on baby powder. This is what they use. I actually bought, like, this beautiful compact from a famous makeup brand or famous skincare brand that had a, a beautiful makeup compact because i love the compact and i couldn't believe it talc was the first ingredient it's but i know what you mean how you saying that's evil because it is people know what they're putting in these products and they have no problem cutting corners and you know people use this stuff on a daily basis and it goes into their system and it creates these long-range problems there's just a lot of like just like eve i feel like everything's energy and there's just a lot of like negative energy it's it's yes it's sad it really it's almost uh i can't believe yeah it's it's really devastating so that's why um i do my best to do as good as you know so i can at least feel good about what i'm doing you know i feel good i feel good to make things that are healthy nourishing for people you know and um absolutely i want to do everything i can my life's mission is actually to help animals so everything i do i want to um you know i don't know if you know this but every time someone buys 100 percent pure 
we feed um, homeless dogs. We've also taken um, out like many, many dogs. I know it's in the hundreds of dogs out of the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. Oh, props. That's a, that's so beautiful. You know, yeah, this is like what makes, I want to have like 100% pure. It's like, okay, I want to make great products, amazing, amazing products for people. Then I want the resources to be able for me to do good in this world. Part of that is helping animals. I love animals as bizarre as it may seem. I, I love animals more than anything. I just... I don't know what this connection is with me and animals. Um, I just love animals so much. So my life is to help animals. Uh, we also plant trees. Like if people want, they can plant trees. Um, because whenever you buy a product from 100% Pure, you could pick either feeding a homeless dog or you can plant a tree. But yeah, I just I just want to keep doing good in, in this life. I, I That's so admirable because, and I think that's why the brand, like I connects with me because there's like a real authentic mission there and then you know i do my own research on everything and i was just really impressed about how i mean for lack of a better word uh, um pure you know all the products are yes thank you so so much we you know uh i can't say anything is like no brand is ever perfect well yeah but i mean but compared to what's out there <laughs> we try our best to do as to be as absolute perfect. And I would definitely say um, recently we've even, cause we've always been pure and natural, but now it's like going up a different level, which is also like, like I said, acting like a drug company, um, not in the evil sense, but as what I'm saying is we treat it like as serious as like us working on drugs to save people's lives. We're like, we take it that serious. That, that that's so rare it really is and it's and it's reassuring too and i like that people are, are able to like learn this and know this because i mean i've worked in marketing my almost my whole life like outside of the magazine and you know the podcast like i had started my career in marketing and i've worked like for beauty companies for hair care companies um for dermatology practices and it's just you know like when you're on the other side, you see how corners are cut and it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I do sometimes like people who have worked in marketing, uh, I would definitely say that, you know, they may have worked in marketing elsewhere and then they come to our company and then they're just like, just sell this because we're going to make a lot of money. And then, you know, sometimes we like kind of clash because I don't want to do it because it's doesn't make sense or it's not going to work or it's not going to be beneficial, but they just want to do it because they have to hit their quota or sales goals or whatever it is. Yeah. And they've also probably became acclimated to that because they've been in other environments, which were toxic. So, you know, that that's kind of how they were molded, you know, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But we, I, I think of us as like, almost like we're activists, you know, like we're not here, like, okay, just another cosmetic company just to make money. I want to make lots of money so I can do a lot of good. And, but that good also has, like, I want to help as many animals as possible. Uh, I want to, my dream mm -hmm. is to open up a sanctuary to help rescue animals. Like I want to have enough, um, like I want to have a bigger voice so I can help 
educate people on, you know, staying healthy. Um, but anyhow, like there's when there's different like motivation, like, you know, uh, other external people who may be very, very experienced and have a lot of experience in marketing. And then I might want to I have certain type of ethics that I want to uphold. Sometimes, you know, they can clash, but our culture is so that people first you know number one uh always about our fans our customers you know launch products that are really great for them it's always she he this is we're making it for them you know and we love them there has to be something like you know it's like as if you know how um when you cook for people you love you only use the best ingredients yeah uh you know you you the best methods you know no shortcuts because you you show your love that way it's really like we really truly love our fans and never want to like undercut them or you know so that's why we put so much into like our research our development our the way we formulate and it shows it really does show because i've tested like i told you so many products and this is a brand i've like Falling in love with, and I'm picky. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, one thing I was going to tell you is, you know, since you used to work in marketing, you know, like, in marketing, you can say whatever you want, but the fact is, is, like, ingredients, you you can't, like, lie about ingredients. So your ingredient yeah, list, you're... even though I found out from Brian Underwood, he said, actually, I tested thousands of formulas and hundreds of brands. You and Tata Harper, like literally the only ones that like have what you say you have and don't have anything else. But um, anyhow, for the most part, it should always be that ingredients never lie. You know, so for customers that I would say, uh, if you're unsure, just read, read your ingredient list. You should be reading your ingredient list of like what you eat and what you apply on your skin. Yes, 100%, 110%. People need to start reading the ingredients list. And it's just sad because sometimes companies destroy a product by cutting corners. Like I used to work for a, like a hair care company. They produced some skin stuff, but it was predominantly hair. And they've had, they would have innovative lines with like CBD and avocado oil. and But then they would keep some of the toxic ingredients in there. And it's just like, this could be something so much more, but you know, it's, you defeat the purpose. Yeah, I'll tell you why. It's because um, the price difference is like, something can be like in the few cents versus like few dollars. Yeah. And I think it's, that's the reason is certain things are, and not enough people buy it so that the scaled economy doesn't work in our favor for, because they're too expensive. But the more, you know, so anyways, less people will buy them. So which means they're more expensive. That's why. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I, I've realized that, but it's just like you see something that it, I I would use it, but then I, it has these other ingredients. And even when I would try using it, it just I'd react to it. And I'm like, this is a shame because you have like authentic lab verified CBD, you have avocado oil, but then you keep some of the chemicals in there that are just so should not be in there. And it's just like, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I completely understand the frustration. They have the good stuff, but then they're like not they're like ruining it because they're putting like whatever propylene glycol or you know whatever it is that they want to use to thicken the formula. They have good actives, but 
they don't yeah i know i know exactly what you mean they're doing something good by using great ingredients but also at the same time ruining it yeah exactly it's like defeating the purpose exactly i completely understand Well, this has been so lovely speaking with you. I feel like I could talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I feel definitely, you know, I sincerely feel like I made a new friend. Yeah, so, me um, too. Let's please like stay in touch. I'll keep you posted. Like I said, you inspired me about the fragrance. Like why can't this is, you know, we need to, just like how everything is required to be listed on an ingredient list, I think fragrances should be listed as well. So thank you for inspiring me. I'm, You inspired me to look into that. I'm so glad. And that I, that makes me feel so good because I had a rough day earlier. So to, to, I'm so sorry to have that ins- you had a rough day. To have inspired you makes me feel so good. And you now you whatever you do with that initiative, you have to keep me in the loop. I will, I will like credit you to be my inspiration. <laughs> and if you need any help with it, let me know because I'm more than happy Thank to like you. step in. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Definitely welcome. And I can't wait to meet you in New York. I can't wait to meet you. That's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to everything. Thank you. Um, make sure you connect with me on. Um, my uh, oh i only have instagram but like also um so when i go on my vacations you can see my photos it's a s-u-s-i-e susie p wang s-u-s-i-e p-w-a-n-g make sure that uh you can connect so that i can show you my photos when i'm traveling oh yeah absolutely i'll like follow you right after we get off for sure okay awesome thank you so much i'll follow you back thank you thank you you're my new friend. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends. We're Pisces twins. Yeah. And see you in New York. Yes. I will try to make up some kind of event to do in, in the either early summer or so. Yes, definitely. I, I look, so look forward to that. Let me know when you'll be in New York next for sure. And, you know, I'll oh, come for through. Oh, sure. I can't wait to meet you. Can't wait. Likewise. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good holiday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Cheers to a great 2023. (laughs) It's going to be the best. It is. Put it out there in the universe. It will. I manifested everything. It's going to be the best year. Yes. It will. It is. It will. Turning point. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. That was such a fun interview with Susie Wang, and it didn't even feel like an interview because I'm a Pisces, she's a Pisces, born the same week. We had so much in common that we could, you know, just talk all day long. And what I like about her is her passion. And that's another Pisces thing where she's passionate about like wanting her products to really, really be pure, like non-toxic, um, you know, for them to meet how they are promoted in the sense of if the title is 100% pure, it needs to be 100% pure. And we bonded over so much. And I love that. So Susie Wang is the founder and chief creative ambassador of Purity Cosmetics. 
behind, which is behind 100% pure. They have amazing makeup, amazing skincare, hair and body and hand products. Um, definitely check out 100, type in 100 and then spell out percentpure.com because their products are great. I've used them um, on and off over the past four years, actually. And I've written about them for the magazine. And they have some really, really like stellar items. Um, so they had sent me a bunch of skincare products, which I've used, and they sent me a bunch of makeup products. And I gave all the makeup products to my mother. And um, my mother's obsessed with them. So that's how I know their makeup is good. Their makeup, their makeup may actually be better than their skincare. And I mean that in like a good way. Um, because I've heard like amazing things about their makeup. Um become like my mother's favorite makeup brand um she's like running out now she needs she wants she's like where can i buy this um so yeah the makeup is really good they have a tinted moisturizer that i use that i'm obsessed with um and then on the skincare sides some of their products won a lot of awards like for example they have like a coffee bean caffeine eye cream which <clears throat> won awards from like the it won at the wellness awards 2021 the best of green beauty awards um there's a bunch of others here, the beauty shortlist and so forth. And then that uh, eye cream did so well that they ended up just launching an entire coffee bean caffeine line of like a serum, moisturizer, et cetera. So you've been having some skincare issues. I know you've been trying to find like a good line. Yeah, I'm, I have very, very sensitive skin and, uh, and I, I'm allergic to oils in the products. So I have to find milk, milk based products. And uh, I've been trying goat's milk, like different products with goat's milk in it. It's not working. Um, sensitive skin and, and things like that. Some Certain things irritate me or they dry me out too much. So I definitely have to look into this and see what they have and see if it will work for me. The coffee sounds invigorating. And I love, you know, I love my coffee. I love anything with coffee in it. Um, and so I'm curious to see if that will awaken my skin and refresh me and not not cause me to break out or, or be stressed out, you know? that's a good thing yeah so i just typed in milk um on their website and they have a lavender oat milk soothing cleanser and then they have a um, virgin coconut moisturizing milk foam and then they have a calendula flower cleansing milk and a rose water hydrating milk so you should buy like a like a milk based cleanser and also a milk based moisturizer um one of these and test them out and see what you think yeah, I have to try try it out because I I like that it's natural. I like trying to use things that are natural. You know, a little bit of fragrance if it's like a natural fragrance to it. You know, you never. That's the problem with products. You never know what they're mixed with, and even for fragrances, you don't know what they're mixed with to get that fragrance. That is true. I mean, I'm on their uh, about page, and it says. All their products are 100% pure formulations, which adhere to strict purity standards and never contain harsh or toxic ingredients. It's also naturally pigmented and they source their pigments from fruits, vegetables, tea, and cocoa. And, and they avoid like colorants and heavy metal dyes. It's cruelty-free. Um, and I mean, the list goes on. So, I mean, it, it's pretty pure. So I think you should just give it a shot. I think I will. Like I said, you just listed a whole handful of products I could try. So I'll definitely try it. Something, anything that's milk based, I can't go wrong. Yeah, that's true. 
That's so interesting. I feel, I do feel like there's so much oils and products now that they, they clog up pores and that's what's causing like zits, blackheads, acne. And... No, I totally agree. I, I think, I think oil, as much as they say it's soothing and it's hydrating, I think it just, Wait. it drives you out and clogs you up completely. I liked serums. So I hate when brands have like an oil instead of a serum. I just feel like, fuck, why? This is going to clog everything up. Like they're like, you know, like I get these lines, these brands that send me stuff and then I write about them and stuff. So like there was this one line, um, I think it was by Indie Lee and I liked everything. I liked the cleanser. I liked the moisturizer, but instead of a serum, they had an oil and I'm like, why, why is it so hard to just have like a serum variation? Cause like you mentioned, so many people have like reactions to like oils. I just don't want to put an oil on my face. Give me like a serum. And I think it keeps your skin from breathing. Like, oh, yeah. you know, from getting exfoliated and breathing, I think, like you said, it clogs everything up. And and we already have our natural oils. We already, you know, our skin produces natural oil. That's the thing. So along with sweat and things like that. So adding to it, I don't think helps. No, I don't either. And it's like, ugh, I hate this oil trend, which is struggling to be a trend because everyone's having a fucking reaction to it. <laughs> oh, please. I, I'm even allergic to essential fucking oils that... um. The oil, the oil, um, oh my God, diffusers that you would have. Oh, yes. Room. Yes. Those my cat's those. allergic to oh, them. I'm my allergic to them. My dog. You know, and it's just, I, people gave them to me. My my cousin gave me one for my birthday. My clients are given to, I throw them right the fuck in the trash. And because I can't use them. It's just, yeah. it's too heavy. It's too strong. You need to start mentioning it in passing to people and be like, oh, I just realized I'm allergic to fragrance. I just realized I'm allergic to these oils, these soy oil candles or whatever the fuck, so that people know, okay, I'm not going to gift them that. But I wouldn't throw anything away. I would just re-gift it to someone else. Well, I if you want a, a bunch of candles, I have a ton of candles to re-gift. <laughs> I'm allergic to candles too. Certain, oh. certain candles, not all candles, but certain candles, yeah, depending on the oils in them. Those aren't the candles I want. But I think I know the type of candles I want. I know the candles you want. I burn and shit fucking happens after. <laughs> you want your working candles. Oh, I do. Your magical candles. Yes. You need to send me some. <laughs> I have to oh. be careful which candles, where you get your candles from. Oh, that's true. You had you had alluded to that in um in another uh recap. Yeah, they even have a candles with blood in them, all kinds of stuff. It depends on where Where's you get the blood stuff. from. That, well, that's what I want to know now. Okay. Where, does, where does the blood come from? I don't ask. I just know it exists. <laughs> I don't ask. <laughs> you know, I'm Italian. We know things are secret. Yeah, exactly. don't ask anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to know where it came from. I don't need to know who gave it to you. I don't need to know who's, who I'm buying it from. It's like. You know, they, you know, they yeah. actually, they've experimented with a lot over the years. 100% Pure had like a line of candles. At one point they were going to do a home collection, but they decided to stick with their focus being on makeup and skincare, which I agree with them with. You don't want to spread yourself too thin, but I will say the candles that they had for like a hot moment, because they sent me some were amazing. Oh my God. They were amazing. Mm. I'm a big fan of older stuff and they have, and like, if you have like an itchy scalp, um, I do, I do. I actually do. It's oh, gotten better. 
Yeah, they have this one shampoo and conditioner, which is really good. The um, Burdock and Neem Healthy Scalp Shampoo. And they also have a, a sub subsequent uh, conditioner to go along with that. Oh my God, that's so good. That's so good. I'm obsessed with that one. I'll definitely try it out. I've been using tea tree oil on my scalp and it seems to be nice. helping, helping, but I do get dry scalp. And plus, you know, I shave my head. I'm bald as they come. You know, I look like a little Buddha. So I do need good shampoo to kind of balance that out. Yeah, that's good. That, you should try that one. I, I love that one. I'm out of that one right now. Right now I'm trying their like multivitamin hair conditioner, which is also really good. But if anyone has like scalp issues or dandruff or alopecia or whatever, I would def definitely recommend the Burdock and Neem line. I'll definitely I'll look it up. I got to thank you for all your recommendations. I'm definitely going to try a lot of the different milks out, the milk lotions and things like that. I know I'm obsessed with this shit. Actually, and I'm starting to get obsessed with it. Like I said, I'm aging and I'm not, I, I'm not looking bad, but I'm like, oh, I got to keep it together. I, <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> oh, man. Wah. But I've always been like, <laughs> I was even like that in my fucking teens. See, I wasn't. I, I've always had a baby face. I still, like I said, I still have my baby face. No, <laughs> but I mean, like, I was always obsessed with like this shit, like skincare and all of that stuff, even in my teens. You're blessed. I didn't start. I didn't start then. I'm I'm just now getting into it, which, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I think maybe now's the time. <laughs> maybe it's time to check things out. That is true. It's now to, to save some time. years to the fountain of youth, you know. So in closing, if you want your summer glow up, I would definitely say check out 100percentpure.com because you can't go wrong. Hair wise, makeup wise, skincare wise. And shout out to Susie Wang for a fun interview and for these lovely products that I'm enjoying so much. So yeah, cheers to everyone. <laughs>